Your soap is Ugh. And your body wash is a synthetic detergent. But you're not a dish. You're a man. Switch to Dr. Squatch Natural Soap for Men. For men who build things, open pickle jars on the first try. Slay dragons and let their daughters braid their hair. Men who like to feel good and smell titillating. Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go. Naked. Dr. Squatch Natural Soap. Real soap for real men. Or don't and continue to be mommy's little helper. Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your host Raul Lascano and the boys from the Bay as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your host, Raul Lascano and the boys from the Bay. You're On The Clock. What's going on On The Clock fans? How are you guys doing? What's been going on? I have a beautiful funny, talented guest that I've been waiting to talk to forever. I'm so glad that we could be able to link up and get it done. I have the one, the only, I have Stephanie Smalls from Small Talk Podcast. Let me tell you something. If you don't know, you got to go follow her on Twitter because I tell you what, it's just more than sports with her. She is hilarious. So thank you for coming to the show. How have you been? I'm good. I'm excited that I'm on. Finally, we were trying to link up. It didn't always work out. So I'm excited that finally I'm here and we can chat it up. Absolutely. Listen, I follow you extensively on Twitter um, all the time. I've been telling my guys, listen, man, you when I tell you she's hilarious all the time. I'm serious because I'm not kidding. Every time I have like a like I'm and this is I know you're gonna think this is blowing smoke, but every time I'm having like a rough day, I'll go to Twitter and see what you posted <laughs> and be like, yo, she's she's killing it right now because she's she's being silly because it's just it's just not sports. It's sometimes just some funny stuff that you yeah. put on there. Yeah, Rob put me on. Rob put me on, and I started going and looking at it, and I've been laughing. So <laughs> I, get, I get a little out of control. <laughs> nah, you right on time for me. I'd be like, yes, yes, this is. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's, it passes my day right on by. I'm like, yo, I, I'm good with this. I'm so fine with this. So what have you been up to? How have you been? Have you been healthy? Everything good? Everything's good. I have my my new podcast, Off Topic, coming out. So I've been working on that, getting my rankings out for Dynasty and Fantasy stuff. Yeah. I don't normally put those out. So it's been a little anxiety-provoking uh, to, you know, I'm going to – piss off some people with my Kyler Murray is my QB one and CMC is not my running back one type takes, but that's what I'm known for on Twitter. <laughs> no, listen, and well, that's fine. <laughs> she said, that's what I'm known for, but that's good though. But I, I listen, I, I enjoy when you put out the, the, the stat lines and you're, you're giving mm-hmm. the advice and I'm sitting there going like, she's like putting all this information out there, out of fantasy football and stuff. I'm like, listen, George, George, to be fun, George is the numbers guy, right? George was the one that goes ahead mm-hmm. and he, he is a fantasy guru. Like when mm-hmm. it comes, I don't know how he remembers this stuff. He's the guy that'll never forget a birthday. He's never going to forget anything else. He's that guy. So, but I'm, I'm when I'm watching, I'm like, she is a math because I, I was basing my fantasy like, league like off not, of you. Like people would laugh if you asked the community if I was a film or an analytics person. I think they would laugh at you because I like I just try. I like feel like I don't use the numbers as intense as these guys do. So maybe I do use numbers, but not like sometimes I'm like you need to chill out. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't even know what that abbreviation stands for. Like I don't know. I just watch the game and then figure it out, and then I can tell you some numbers. So you must have been Raul's uh, Rain Man 
when he was uh in the fantasy league because he was trying to do a little thing. I, 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 think, I, I knew I knew he had an upper leg. Somewhere. Bro, listen, bro. I, she doesn't know. She doesn't know that. So we were on fantasy football and stuff. We play, and I, I would look at your tweets. I'm like, oh, that's what she says. I'm gonna go back. Let me move. This, like, let me put this around. Me, she says, screw this guy. Put him around, and then it works out. You know what I'm saying? But it, it all good. My thing with it is, I have a couple questions, right? So. I know recently I saw like Aaron Rodgers and Julio Jones and nobody knows what's going on. Everybody's wondering what's going to happen to him. How's this going to go? What is your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers as far as do you think he stays in Green Bay? Do you think he leaves? Because he's on the news every single day now. Nobody can stop. It is exhausting. I'm waiting for June 8th to come and go so we can figure this all out. So we're out of here. Yeah, uh, here's the thing with Aaron Rodgers. Let's not, I, like, let's not pretend that he doesn't do this like every year. It's just to a different level than it has been in the past. I mean, this is the Aaron Rodgers cycle. It's like uh, they make a bad draft decision, then he comes with a vengeance, and then the season ends and he's mad that he doesn't have wide receivers, and then he threatens that he's going to be leaving. Uh, like It's like over – I feel like we did this. This is like deja vu for me. So right. does it seem a little bit more serious this year? Yeah. I just don't, it's still not seeming like it's actually going to happen. I think the Broncos are probably the most realistic option. Uh, but then again, I don't know. I feel like it, I thought something would like given by now. So maybe I think the best thing that they should do is like, just fire whoever he doesn't want in the front office. Like you you're really, like you're really going to get rid of Aaron Rodgers to keep those guys. Like fire them. Like what, what is the problem? I don't know what the issue is. answer has been provided. Fire. Yeah. That's it. Done. Who doesn't he like? Just get rid of him. Like that's let it. Him go. You're going to let Jordan love to do the promised land. No, you're not. I, don't I, think so. I, I totally, I totally agree with you because I, we're gonna find out yeah, how much is he worth. We're gonna find out how much is he worth. We're gonna find out if if Aaron Rodgers is worth yeah. firing the GM. Is he worth you know keeping? We're gonna find out real quick what they want to do with him uh, as soon as you know June 8th come. Yeah. But you're right. Why not fire the guy? We talked about it weeks ago on the podcast. Like if that's what he wants, gotta go. See you later. Because we were talking about the last dance, right? When we saw the Jordan uh, 11 episodes. Right, we sat there and saw the fact that the GM did not want the Bulls. He wanted to break up the Bulls, and we're like, "Wait, the six-time champion Bulls? You want to break them up? Right. You know, why? If I'm the owner, why not fire that GM? I want. I have Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and the greatest not, team. Yeah, literally. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So right you're on, right, right on. on. Let the GM go. You know what I'm saying? And you're not going to get what you want for him because here's the, let's face the facts. As great as Aaron Rodgers is, he's an elite quarterback. He's a talent that we, that doesn't come around everywhere, like all the time. Like you're not getting a bunch of first round picks. He's older, period. He's not a spring chicken. Like you can't expect a team no. to give you four first round picks for a guy that may not be in the league that much longer. Right. Um, and yeah, he still has tons, you know, tons of miles on him. It's Aaron Rodgers. I get it. But like to accept expect another team to just like throw you their best two receivers 14 first round picks like you see all these things they come up with it's like it's not even realistic no one's gonna agree to that i mean they're even talking about julio not being worth a first round pick right now oh i you know what i've always said and you can ask Rob on plenty of the uh last episodes that i don't even think julio is worth a second you know just the simple fact that he's great but he's older and he's coming off injuries a lot like if you really take a look at his play in his time over seasons the last two three seasons he's been hurt missed at least four games 
mm-hmm. in, each, in each of the last three seasons, I believe. So I don't. I'm with you. You know, asking price for Julio is just way too much. You know, it's just, it's just not not worth it. Yeah, but yes. once you guys, once you guys, so I and I hear that, and I and I, I, mm-hmm. I get I get both your views. I understand that completely. The problem is that Julio was the main receiver in Atlanta for a long time. And what they did to Julio is what they did to Rodney White before him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They ran Rodney, Rodney White all the way down. He was the most, mm-hmm. you know, he was the most targets. He had the most receptions. They ran him down. They did the same thing to Julio. So me and Reggie, we know uh, guys in the NFL, a lot of guys we played high school with. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you, like, they'll sit you just to sit you. It doesn't even have to be that you're really injured. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They yeah. sit you just to sit you. So I was telling them, like, do you think it might have been a situation where we think he's hurt, but he's just like, damn this, I'm not playing because we're not going to make the playoffs, so there's no reason for me to be over yeah. here. You know what I mean? I'm hoping that Julio gets rejuvenated. I'm hoping this, you know, sparks something out of Julio that can that could come out. I don't know where he lands because I, I, I was telling him this. I think Julio is worth it. I think everybody needs an extra receiver. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Not in the first round. I'm not yeah. taking the first round for a 32. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're desperate yeah. to win. They're so yeah, desperate no, to win. Like, but I just feel like that is a little steep. Will a team pay that? I feel like the only guy that would do that or the only team that would be – I mean, there's one guy that would do it, which is Billy B. And then there's one team that's stupid enough to give away a million picks, and that's the Seahawks. Right. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and, like, historically, like, what do these guys want to do? Not have first-round picks for the next 80 years? Like, right. Um, but I think the best spot for him, and people think I'm crazy, and it probably will, I would love to see him go to the Chargers. I think that with Her- Justin Herbert and him, I, that is a squad that I would love to see. They just got that young guy that I love. One of my favorite rookies, Rashawn Slater. You give Herbert a little bit more time in the pocket. That would be so beautiful. Him and Allen as this duo, it would be awesome. You know, they, they lost Henry. He could easily pick up those 98 targets that he was getting without a doubt. He had like six consecutive seasons with 130 plus targets. So mm. I would I would love him on the Chargers. It seems like the Patriots and Tennessee are the favorites right now. That That is amazing because I'm going to tell you right now, I never even thought about him on the Chargers. And now as you started naming all them names and I'm like, nice, right? yeah. <laughs> look, look at you bouncing. I, I love it. That's nice. Okay. I'm like, I, I'm over here thinking like, oh, I can see him with Baltimore, you know, playing over there on the other side, you know, on that on that field. I could see him. I could have seen him um, in Dallas. Um, I could have seen him there. But when you brought up that about the Chargers and I sit here and think they would really be a force over there if he was able to get on that team. Um, he wouldn't be the focal point. You bring right. Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos. Then you bring in Julio to the Chargers. We're talking about a totally different look to, right. to that. Yeah. Totally that different. That would be so dynamic because Keenan Allen already is able to take those targets as we yeah. see. He can be that guy yeah. that can get those hundred targets and not be hurt. He has that longevity. So you bring Julio over there, he doesn't have to be that hundred yard, hundred catch guy. He can do 60, 75 catches. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna get you there to the uh to the red zone. Keenan Allen's gonna get you the other way. They got that tight end over there that I really like too. You know what, man? Even though I'm a Bucks fan, um, I really like what you're talking about. <laughs> I like there. it. You know, and I, at the end of the day, I always joke like I just want to see good football. Like I right. feel like last season we just got such a crapshoot. There were so many games where it was like half the team's not there. Uh, someone that played wide receiver once in high school is now the quarterback. Like what the hell happened last year? You know? Oh yeah. So that I was just a I want good football. 
football. I'm done. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to see Andy Dalton four times a year. And like, I, you know, I just don't want to do it. I just want good football. So you get good football with Julio. Oh yeah. So the only side note that I'll throw into this whole entire monkey wrench of, of proposals you guys guys going on is Hunter Henry is no longer with the chargers. Mm. He's now with the Patriots. Okay. So they're missing a tight end. They should get a guy at the Chargers. One of my other favorite guys. Yeah, that that guy doesn't matter. (laughs) They also have a guy named Mike Williams who still plays for the Chargers, who is very comparable to Julio Jones as far as stature, size, what he does. Right. So I don't think the Chargers are a good fit, but if I'm a Super Bowl contending team, does pick 31 or pick 32 is that worth Julio Jones? My answer is yes. Because there's no receiver that I'm going to draft 32nd overall that is as good as Julio Jones right now. So if Chiefs I think. made a move today. Who knows? Yeah, the Chiefs made a move today. They, so it, they just moved it, some money around. They moved some money around. So the Tennessee Titans, I think, in my personal opinion, Tennessee Titans are going to be the team that goes after Julio because Corey Davis left to go to the Jets to get a contract. So you want to go get some money. Yeah. There's a void there in Tennessee. Tannehill is paid a whole lot of money to throw a football and he's not very good at it. So what do you do when you don't have a very good court? And they just lost John Smith to the Patriots. So I'm how just do you replace as a fantasy player? I don't want I don't want who over there because I want to use AJ Brown, all right? So yeah. now well, well, yeah, well you, you figured on now. You figure you figure Tennessee can have the all ab team. And go AJ Brown, Julio Jones as the two outside receivers with Tannehill, Derrick Henry. Now you're talking about a team that potentially can make a run in that AFC. Right. Hey, I did have him on my radar going to Tennessee too. I think I mentioned that as well. Like, at a couple of teams, I can't remember. I know Tennessee was one of them because of that running game and he wouldn't put that pressure on them. But again, we looking at cap wise, you know, does Tennessee have the cap space to to do that? Do you think they can maneuver around to, to bring him in? You know, the only way they can do it is through a trade because the dead money that Julio's owed still falls on ATL. Right, that's the problem. So, so he'll move over to Tennessee on a five hundred thousand dollar cap penalty mm-hmm. for Tennessee, mm-hmm. which is easily affordable. They'll pay the penalty at ATL. Falcons will absorb just like Rodgers, right? right. Rodgers is going to be owed $21 million if he's traded by the Packers. Great. So anybody else that takes him will pay just league minimum. So for anybody else that takes him, it's a bargain for a year. Yeah. Right now, that following year, to your point, now you have to think about a cap and cap what it's and actually room. worth. But if right. you're a team that you think, hey, we are a receiver away from making it to the ship, Julio makes a whole lot of sense, just like right. Aaron Rodgers would make a whole lot of sense for a team that thinks, hey, we're just a quarterback away. Yeah, and he's, right, he's just sending to the Packers, and everyone's happy. Uh, and then there's another solution. There's another, there's another yeah, solution. There's you, a, what is, what is Aaron Rodgers worth? Does he, is Aaron Rodgers still going to want to stay? I mean, let's think about this. Like, you bring him a wide receiver, all right? We, they've always been bringing him wide receivers. You know, no, they haven't. No, they haven't. That's the problem. Out of two and in 2014, since 2014, the first round draft picks that they have picked were all defensive players. He's had one receiver in those 11 first round picks that were they were all defense. He has had one offensive player, and they still, and they still can't get right on man. Defense. They kept Donald Driver over there for years. <laughs> It's so funny that they went into this, you know, they dropped all this news about Aaron Rodgers right before the draft, and then it comes in and they make the first pick and it's not a wide receiver. Like, that cracks me up. That's hilarious. Like, are you kidding me? Like, 
Yeah, somewhere, somewhere out there, there's still a meme of Scotty Miller running by some DB named King for yeah. the Packers before halftime. It's horrible. And 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 to your point, they've spent these this draft capital on trying to get better on defense, mm-hmm. but they've negated how to score more points besides Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Which which right. is which if you neutralize them, they're done. If they're you, they they've shown that the Bucks show that uh, there are other different teams show that. you you neutralize Devonte Adams, it's a wrap. It, there's nothing else he could do. Um, but again, that's I, I just had to get your input because I seen the tweets, I seen I seen how you how hard you go after Aaron Rodgers and figuring out what's going on yeah. and thinking like this is this is just crap. Like come on, man, yeah. we're 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 taking too We're long done. for this. Uh, maneuvering a little bit. This weekend's the big fight weekend. It's Mayweather versus Logan Paul. It's uh, are you excited about it? Do you want to watch it or no? I can't stand Logan Paul. Like anything about him. <laughs> like I literally can't stand him. I just don't like him. Um, I Why? What, what? What about Logan Paul irks you? I just find him annoying. I think his brother's annoying. I think everything about him is annoying. Um, I so and I'm sorry, Logan Paul. I just find you. I just find you as an annoying person. Right. Feasible. <laughs> and I love Mayweather. I don't care. I think it'd be so fun to just watch him beat the crap. Oh, I do too. I do too. I I, I think Mayweather's going to take him to school. I think he's going to carry him for a couple rounds, but he's really going to test Logan's stamina because that's the one thing that that nobody understands. Like, bro, you you are six three. Maybe, Maybe. two hundred some other pounds. It's gonna be a long fight when you got to go fight someone that's five seven who can move all around the ring. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna gonna be bad. So I'm I'm gonna be down in Miami. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a look at. I'm gonna see what it's. You have to. Yeah, yeah, I gotta see what's going. Gonna treat Logan Paul like he did. uh, McGregor, how he just toyed with him. Oh, for, that fight, you could just tell that Mayweather was just like toy with him, like you know, like your cats play with their food yeah. and just <laughs> toy around in the, <laughs> in the rain with him. That's, <laughs> that's what he's energy, and then he just right. about the person's like and he just knocks him out. It's done. Yeah, it's gotcha. done. I, I can't stand Logan Paul either. I hope Mayweather, yeah. I hope Mayweather just. Pommels him and doesn't play with him. Like I want him to be something like Mike Tyson, where it's like over in the first minute, and I can be like, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's what it, I want. It, it's it's funny how Logan even got the fight. That's what's crazy. Like it's funny how he even was man. He was able to get a fight with Mayweather when there's a whole bunch of boxes away to their whole career to even get a couple rounds out of Mayweather. So it's funny. Mayweather to- probably thinks he's annoying too. That's the thing. <laughs> he probably thinks he's annoying. I think it's because he's annoying. Like he's sick of it. He wants the dude to shut up. So yeah. I mean, good for Le- Logan. I think he literally annoyed this guy into the fight. Oh, absolutely. I don't think that Mayweather is actually interested in doing this. It's because he wants to beat the crap out of him and shut him up. <laughs> but but right. if you if you could annoy somebody for thirty million dollars, wouldn't you? I yeah, would annoy the sorry. shit out of you. I'm not, I'm not annoying someone for $30 million to get my ass whooped, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, Stephanie, we've had this debate a hundred times. I don't... I would. I, I would kick, I would get my ass kicked for $30 million. I told, I told him a whole bunch of times, I have no problem fighting anybody for even just $1 million. I don't care if it's Mike Tyson. I don't care if it's Lennox Lewis. I don't care who it is. It could be Holyfield biting my ear, or Mike Tyson biting my ear, and me giving it to Holyfield to pass. Is one million, up. yeah. I'm doing it. I mean, right? it'd be fine. It oh. just suck. Oh. So nah. I would do it too. I'm, I'm yeah. not, what? You know what? <laughs> 
I'll be y'all caregiver. Go ahead and sign over y'all power of attorney so I can be y'all caregiver. <laughs> <laughs> because I already know it's going to happen to all three of y'all. That's funny. It's going to be a wrap. That's funny. <laughs> the other, the other, do you watch NBA very closely? Have you been watching what's been going on? I don't. I'm like one of those people, you know, like, you know, the people that just go to a church on Easter and Christmas. I'm like the person that only watches the playoffs, but like, whatever. <laughs> Sue me. All I do is watch football. Um, I'm a Nets fan. So, right. It's so, I think I'm going to a game this weekend, which will be awesome. We, I have, actually haven't been to one. We oh, asked, we asked, he's a Magic fan, which means he'll never see a, a, playoff, ever a playoff ever again. Yeah, I'm a Miami Heat fan. I just got swept, but at least we go to the playoffs, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was going to ask you was so in the news you know the lakers you know they close they recently lost to the suns okay um my my question to you because i've had these opinions with these guys when lebron james walks off the court okay with five minutes left in the game well you know what let me ask this are you a lebron fan uh I think that lebron i think lebron is a good is a great fantastic yeah basketball player but he does some questionable things yes. he's a little theatrical on the court yes. there buddy yes uh you know really cranking up the drama for everyone which good for him i mean it works uh yeah. he wins games that way too but you know i i'm learning to appreciate players like that and like players like brady knowing that i'm lucky and fortunate in my lifetime to be able to watch them play. to watch him yeah he's not like my favorite person <laughs> well see okay so and, and, and that's fair that's a fair thing because I, i'm lebron I, I agree with you great basketball player everything's great got you. you you're you're phenomenal the problem with this is he walked off five minutes with left in the game now they they were getting their ass kicked i understand that but when it comes to ranking lebron when it comes to ranking lebron of of who is the best whatever does this even hurt his stature because my uh, my other best friends here think that no it has nothing to do with it it has nothing to do with basketball so it'll consider, he'll be still be considered the greatest basketball player to ever play next to jordan which is great and i get that but walking off your team with 5 minutes left in the game does that hurt your legacy? Does it does it hurt his ranking anywhere? Or is it just like you said, it's theatrical? You know, he's emotional as it is. Forget it. I think that if he wants to be known as a player that does that, great. That's all you. That's your rep. But it's not going to hurt his basketball legacy. <sighs> and I... I still like Jordan better. I don't care I don't, what the phone I does. said the same like, thing. I don't. Yeah. Jordan is like, yeah. I have watched The Last Dance probably at least 11 times. And mm. I barely watched TV. Like, I literally loved that. I thought it was so well done. Such a good, you know, it, it was fantastic. But I love him. And yeah. I just think, you know, if LeBron wants to be a big baby about things, go be a big baby. But people are going to remember you that way. It's not going to be forgotten that you're a baby. Oh, yeah, of course. They're going to, that's what, that's the thing. Because this is like the third time he's done this. And I say that because I'm a Miami Heat fan, right? So when he did it to us, it m- emotionally scarred me to watch him walk off game five because yeah. they, they were losing and just leave the game and then even do an interview, didn't even shake hands with nobody. And two days later, he opted out the contract. He was gone. That's it's how pissed so he was. Rude. It's like it's like Brady not shaking Foles' hand. Like it's not his fault that he whooped your butt. Dude. Right. Like right. I don't know what to tell you. Shake his damn hands. Like it's right. like, are you serious. It's you, Nick you still Foles. consider Brady the goat though, right? I think he's the GOAT, but I think like someone like Aaron Rodgers is elite. Brady, for right. a very long time, got, was very fortunate for having a supermodel wife that yes, allowed yeah. him to have a lower salary that allowed him to stack around him. So he's a very fortunate uh, quarterback 
so I think that it, we also didn't get to see Aaron Rodgers always play, I think, to his highest ceiling. So I okay. asked you that because the, the, the debate that me and Raul had was he was telling us that LeBron was not a top five player because of the three times he walked off the court. And I kept trying to tell him, I was explaining to him, regardless of him walking off the court, if LeBron goes out and wins three or four more championships, you're going to be saying he's a top three, top five, if not the best play- one of the goats. You're not going to say, well, he's not the goat because he walked off the court three times. So he's number 10. You're going to say I, I he's think Raul is a little, he's a little, you know, offended yes. by what happened yes. to his team personally. And, and now I understand um, what it was. <laughs> you know, sometimes we don't, Sometimes we don't like certain players, and that's okay. Yeah, uh, but he's still he's still the goat, man. Like there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. <laughs> he's just a Thank goat you. that walked off your team. You're like the whatever court. That's all. Well, I, I get goat. that, man. But that's this a... is why I like Biggie Smalls. Yeah, Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, man. It just it's it's so it's you know I pride myself on because we're all we're all my friends we're we're prior military we're guys that you know served and when you, leadership is something really big to me mm-hmm. so when you're LeBron James and you're the biggest leader it, it hurts to see you walk off five minutes before the game because you're like you don't want to talk yeah. to us you know what I mean I thought it might have been some internal beef yeah it's crap it's total crap um, the other the other thing I have for you is Mahomes was in the news preaching about that he mm-hmm. wants to go twenty and zero right that he wants to go he's un not. He's, Right. He, oh, well, let me not get emotional. I apologize. <laughs> let, me, let me not get emotional. But uh, that they want to go twenty and zero, right? And, and and that it's a good a goal to have, and that's the the record that he has his eyes set. My thing is is this: who has the better chance to go twenty and zero, Bucks or the Chiefs? The Bucks. Absolutely. I don't, I, I don't even know. It's so funny to me that this is. I think everyone is very high on Mahomes, and I understand it. I'm not as high on him like than the general consensus. Um, but I think you know. First of all, if Brady didn't go twenty and zero, you're definitely not going twenty and zero. It's just not yeah. going to happen. I don't think he'll ever catch up to Brady and rings. Um, and uh, you know, you get they have like Super Bowl sickness now. I just don't. I actually don't see them going to the Super Bowl this year, in my opinion. I think that a lot of teams, people are failing to realize that the league as a whole got very strong this this offseason. Like oh, yeah. there's some yeah. teams that were right there. Teams like the Washington football team, team names that you don't normally hear all the time got in much, much better. The Browns are a team who might have the most complete roster in this entire league and could really make a run for it. And I think there's going to be teams like that. If Julio were to go to like the chart, there's going to be more challenges for them this year. Uh, And let's face it, you lost in the Super Bowl. So there's obviously, and I understand the O-line, I get it, whatever. um, But I don't think it's going to be like a walk in the park the way that every, every year, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, like, and that's why I put all my money on the Bucs. I knew the Bucs were going to win. Right. You know, I, I always said about the Chiefs, the Chiefs is a smoke and mirrors team because they was always that team that was just so good. And they had all these weapons that you knew they had flaws. Their O-line mm-hmm. has been a flaw for a while to me, yes. to be honest with you. And, and everyone's like, oh, their O-line has been garbage for the last two years, in my opinion. Patrick Mahomes runs around too much. They do too many gadgetry yeah. plays for their offensive and, line to be that good. And everyone just keeps saying, oh, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Like, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. So it's like, mm-hmm. no, I, I definitely don't think they're going 20-0. I'm a Bucks fan. I'm a huge Bucks fan. I love the Bucks. I, you can ask Rod. I think since Rod know me, I've been a Bucks fan. Yeah. I've always, always been about the Bucks. Always have. 
Well, the- and also people forget. So, you know, we're all hearing about Gibson maybe needing surgery for his turf toe, whatever. Mahomes got surgery. My dog's gonna, I hope my dog doesn't start barking right now. She's trying to like <laughs> get in the conversation. We, we're very passionate about this. Um, Mahomes had surgery. They decided it very quick. It's not usually determined that fast. Only like 12.8% of cases normally need surgical intervention. And for some reason, we're just not talking about the fact that there, it could easily affect his mobility, which it right. did. So as long as his, you know, as long as his rehab went great, which I'm sure it did because he's a fantastic athlete, but uh, could that still plague him later on? I haven't looked at what it looks like, you know, post-surgery, but I'm I'm a little, you know, I'm a little curious if we see any of that. Yeah, Yeah. I am too. I'm I'm right on with you. I don't even think we're going 20-0. I know we got a chance, but I don't even... Well, you guys will start slow. It'll be the same old Tom Brady thing. We'll lose a bunch of games, and then it'll be one primetime game, and all of a sudden the Bucs are back. It's the same thing. It's it's going to happen. It's always with Tom Brady. You're right. And that's why I said, I said we can easily lose three or four games. I was like, three or four games where? I was like, it's not about where. It's just about Mm -hmm. how Tom Brady-led teams are. They go into Mm -hmm. the season, they'll lose like they'll lose like the first four games out of last out the eight and everyone's like oh what's going to happen with the Bucks?" and they say you know like you said it's going to be some bye week or some prime time game mm-hmm. where everything clicks and then they're going to go undefeated yeah. um so like there is that undefeated season i give it up to the dolphins 72 dolphins yes 79, 72 yes 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 yeah i like how he I slides that, that in there every every week he slides it in there some way somehow well, I, gotta the 72. Give, I gotta give y'all important. some love and you know who you know who ruins you know who ruined tom brady's perfect record is my giants the only reason why tom brady still plays football today is because he's chasing perfection no, it's because he the doesn't only... eat strawberries. Well, that too. He doesn't like strawberries, <laughs> and he cuts the ends of the bananas. He, he drinks the tequ- he drinks like avocado tequilas. Yeah, he doesn't like the ends of bananas. Oh, he cuts the ends of bananas. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't eat the ends of bananas. He cuts it all. He throws it away. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I do this shit too. That's the kind of guy he is. But he he he's chasing perfect. Oh, that's yeah. the only thing left in his personal yeah. goals. Uh-oh. Well, he said he would give up two rings to get that perfect record. That there you go. Season. And he's, the Giants <laughs> are a helmet catch away. Jesus. What a, from that happening. What a, uh, so you got to think what, the what main game, reason though. why he even joined the Bucks, yes, was a was a future Super Bowl, which they achieved earlier than I think he thought they would. Right. But perfection. And yeah. if you look at the Bucks schedule, the Bucks have the third easiest schedule. In the NFL this year, thanks to the NFC East, which again, your Giants are playing. You know, <laughs> yeah. say that. We don't play the Giants this year, so it's okay. We get the pleasure of playing Dallas and and the Eagles. Yeah, but you better. We have the third easiest schedules. Hey, we're listen. We're we're looking to take care of business week one we on Thursday night football. Yeah, we to open up the year. But that's what eludes them is that ever so perfect season Mm -hmm. that's what motivates tom brady because again a a a seventh eighth ninth ring doesn't motivate him it's perfection Mm -hmm. it motivates him at this point of his career bro if we can get to the bye week if we get to the bye week we're gonna go undefeated i I say it right there oh i agree with you because that means they beat the patriots they beat the bills they beat 
some of the NFC East team, the NFC South isn't going to be a, a competition for them this at year. all. At all, yeah. So, well, the NFC East isn't going to be. E- I, I, I know she's. I know you're a Giants fan, Stephanie. I'm not trying oh, to. F- I think the Giants win the division. Yeah, yeah but well, the, I think the Giants win the division. The, divi- the divisions really? up. The yeah. divisions up in the air because since 2004, mm-hmm. I said this to Reggie before. Since 2004, there hasn't been a repeated divisional leader or, or winner mm-hmm. for the consecutive year. So like for instance the Giants won in two thousand whatever, they never came back and won it the very next year. Never. No, yeah, so it's true. You're true. It's it's very, horrible. Very so the NFC East to me is like anybody can win that division, especially with Dak coming back and the Cowboys like anybody, anything can go any kind of where uh for that division. Mm-hmm. But I, I did I do agree with Reggie. If it goes to the buy the bye week for those Bucks Oh man, hold on to your hat because I guarantee you the talk will start happening. Brady's gonna push harder. I'm because when when they did it with the Patriots and they were going undefeated, they're you know everybody was really humble. Like you know the stupid press conferences were like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, 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 we're not even thinking about that. Yes, the hell you were when you got to ten yeah, wins. <laughs> yeah, the Steelers were thinking about it last year when they got to eleven. When they got to eleven wins, I know they were having that talk. Oh man, we can go undefeated. We can go undefeated. You just didn't play you nobody. Who, you know who is going to win the Super Bowl for you guys this year is Jalen Darden, my favorite rookie prospect Darden. ever. That man is a stud. That man is a stud. I was so happy that he went to the Bucks. I wanted him, obviously, but for his development, there right. is literally, like, he is, like, right there. He just needs fine-tuning, coaching, yep. and to develop and mature. Yep. There is not a better team with a better wide receiver core, a bunch of veterans, a bunch of veterans that have won on different teams. And Tom Brady, are you kidding? Right. That kid is, everyone has slept on him. He's going to be an absolute stud. He's like Man. the Cinderella story of the of that rookie class. You are so right. Jason Light should have been executive of the year. I don't know what happened. I don't know, I don't know what, what was going on. I mean, you know, I, I'm a big Bucks fan, but at the end of the day, when you draft from 2015 to now and you draft uh, 13, uh, 10 starters, out of the draft. Yeah. You know, everyone's talking about, oh, Tampa's bringing about 22 starters. Oh, they got a prefler. Okay, you think about the starters that's on the team, 12 of them were drafted from the mm-hmm. draft, you yeah. know? Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I still don't know about that. Contracts. I know right. nothing still about on that. Rookie con- <laughs> still on rookie contracts at that. Like, the, it, there is no player, and it's crazy. You, you have all that talent down there, and then you got these guys that are coming in. Man, it's going to be scary. Tampa's going to be real scary. Mm-hmm. The defense? Are you kidding me? It scares me. And that's a scary defense. Oh my god! Tell me about it, man. It's not. It's not fair. It's not fair. Remember his name. Remember his name. Joe Tyrone Mm -hmm. was drafted by the Bucks in the first round. Mm -hmm. That was a defensive end, outside linebacker to replace JPP. Yeah, he's going to end up being the next Shaquille Barrett on defense for the Bucks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I, I mean, well, when you got Vita Vetta, when you got Vita Vetta taking double, triple teams, uh, quadruple teams, in the he might be <laughs> like he's in my top five favorite players right now in the league. Like I literally love Vita Vetta. At the sec- I called him coming back, and I that was one probably one of my best calls. I was so excited, and I said if he comes back, the Bucks are winning it, and that's why I put my money on it. And and you hadn't seen Gronk a lot, and I know Gronk. Yes. Gronk also went to the same college as me. I know Gronk's history. Uh, he was they were saving him for the Super. I knew we were going to get vintage drunk. You know, it was like the Bucks had waited and saved it. He was like a little, a little spice and and like just to pull out at the end. Like, thought Gronk wasn't active. Here he is. Well, Brady, Brady wasn't going to go. Brady wasn't going to go to anybody else in a Super Bowl. 
He yeah, wasn't going to see anybody else. A.B. and Gronk. A.B. and Gronk, right. they've had the most Super Bowl experiences. They was He was not going to waste his time yeah. throwing to people that are going to drop his football. He was going to go to the guys that he knows are going to get the job done. You're 100% yeah. upset because me and George watched the Super Bowl together, and I'm sitting there going like, yeah, it's going to be Gronk time tonight. He's like, why, why do you say that? I've never seen Gronk jump up and down the way he was before the game. He would look like he knew, he knew what time it was. He knew how many yeah. targets he was going to get. He, takes, he came out of retirement to yeah. do this. Yeah. I didn't waste my time yeah. to sit here and block yeah. all damn game. The only thing that holds the Bucks back from a potential repeat mm-hmm. is they do not have a shutdown corner. Carlton Davis tries to be that guy yeah. for the Bucks, but he does not have the speed to run with the elite receivers in the NFL. He can't cover Devontae Adams one-on-one. He can't right. cover a Tyreek Hill one-on-one. He needs help underneath and over the top. Now, some of your Michael Thomas, slant guy, we can cover him one-on-one. We've yeah. shown that we can cover slant guy one-on-one in our division. But Amari Cooper, I want to see how he does it again on Thursday Night Football when it opens up. Yeah. How do you match up? Because Carlton Davis to the Bucks is their one-on-one guy. Yeah. Jamal yeah. Dean, it's Sean Murphy Button, those guys are, are nickel yeah. and other receivers, you know, that match up secondary guys. But how does Carson Davis take that next step to becoming a potential DB1 in that defense? Because Todd Bowles likes to come after people. He, he likes does. to be aggressive. He likes to use he use those backers as he does. It puts a lot of one-on-one coverage. And, and we saw, and we're all, you and I saw it together, yeah. where there's times that Carlton has got exposed a lot. in one-on-one coverage. That first time against against Tyree Kill, I won't forget, 206 yards in the first quarter. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, if you really look at it, a lot of the DBs got exposed um, on one-on-one coverage. You know, Jamel Dean, um, hometown hero, but still a couple of them plays, you could tell that if Devontae Adams would have just kept it going, Jamel was beat. He was beat on a couple of plays. Oh, yeah. if, if Aaron Rodgers had a split more second to throw that ball, it was a couple of plays I saw. But that's what makes it so perfect for the right. corners. You have that mm-hmm. monster front four that's going to do whatever they yeah. want to do. The linebackers can sit back and pick off anything in the middle if you want to come across the middle if you want to. It, it was it was ideal for them. Uh, Stephanie, I, I have one. I know you. Ha- I know you have to to jump off and you got to go to. I know how busy of a mm-hmm. woman you are. I, I, I know it sounds stalkerish, but I follow you. But uh, I know you got things to go <laughs> on. It is. It is. My fantasy football, <laughs> since you, you are a fantasy football guru, man, yeah. I wanted to ask you, looking at the draft, looking at potential uh, teams, mm-hmm. they, who should we be drafting? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I have my pen, I have my pad. I am I'm basing my picks based off of what you tweet oh, all God, the time. Oh, the pressure. I know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, let, let me, me get back on the because yeah. now I know, where this, I know where the secret's coming from. This is where all <laughs> the stuff comes from, man. Um, let's see. I feel like I could sit here and list things for you all freaking day. Um, So I'll tell you someone sneaky if yes. you get into a situation where, uh, you know, the tight ends are gone, which I don't recommend. If I'm some – I like to sleep at night. I take one of the top tight ends. Waller. <laughs> Pitts, you could even bring into question now, uh, Kittle or Kelsey. I'm taking one of them and just getting it out of the way rather right. than just not. But someone that I'm really optimistic about is John Smith this year. Mm. I think the 12 personnel is going to fit him beautifully over there. I think the Patriots, you know, uh, they have Henry and Johnu, who are two of the better receiving tight ends that are in this league. And who else do they, who are they throwing the ball to there? Someone yeah. please enlighten me, you know? So I think that that's where the targets are going to go. And I think you'll see John I think he has some sneaky value for sure. Uh, let's see who else is there. 
Gibson, a lot of people are very high on. I'm also high on him. I'm a little weary in redraft now that this injury stuff is coming up because, you know, there's nothing that anyone hates. You know what's the most annoying thing is when you you get a guy that's plagued for the season. Like Julio Jones, for example, last year, I I would have slapped him across the face if I saw him in person because I was like, dude, like I'm trying to say, like, you got, can you figure it out? Like right. I, I, I'm relying on you. What are you right. doing? You're on my bitch yeah. taking those space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. This is some shit. Um, and then of course I will uh, be the giant fan that I am, but I really think that he is going to prove everyone wrong. And I think Daniel Jones is a great value for where you can get him in drafts. And, uh, you know, the rushing upside, if he's able to pull out all those 35-plus, 20-plus weeks that we've seen him do now that everything that he needs is there, he's a, he can be a little bit of a weapon there. Right, right. Well, that's you know, beautiful. I, I like that. I like how you said that because I had Daniel Jones on my team last year, and I kind of used him in situations where that's I knew right. he was going to where I knew he was going to shine at. Um, a couple of them games where he had him cup them multiple touchdown games, mm-hmm. and that one where he rushed and, and the the ghost of 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 all the New England Patriots tripped him up. You know, yeah. I really like him, so I, I definitely mm-hmm. like that pick. I liked him last yeah. year, and I think he is going to show improve this year. With Saquon coming back, they're going to be more balanced. So he ain't got to worry about putting everything on his shoulders. So yeah, definitely, definitely right about that, man. See, yeah. God, that's what I try to tell woman, you, man. This woman, this woman is a beast. Yeah. I'm Any telling you, man. Questions, please. I'll and, answer them the best I can. This is why, but this is exactly why. This is exactly why I asked her to come on here, man. Because just so you know, Stephanie, I love, uh, I love debating about sports. I love talking about sports. Yeah. And when you come on, t- when you get jump onto the show of on the clock, that's exactly what you are. You're on the clock, and we want to. Yeah. You better know your stuff, and that's why we only bring people yeah. that know their stuff Great. when it comes to sports so listen yeah. uh, real quick I, I, i'm gonna wrap it up i know you you have to go Please, and stuff but no it's okay don't worry about it you sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean like we can wrap up but don't rush yeah, no 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 i just not i want to come on no rush <laughs> well you are just so you know this is never going to end if you ever want to come back on here you ever want to uh, uh, want to vent about the giants if you ever want to vent about whatever you want to talk about this is just as much as your show. Uh, you Love you can it. definitely come on here, and, and we're going to support everything you do. Let the people know where they can find you at, and on Twitter, and and obviously talk about your your new podcast. Yeah, uh, I don't think I don't know if you guys know this. So my everyone can follow me on Twitter at Steffi Smalls with three L's. You guys will get a kick out of this. Uh, those three L's actually stand for Brady's three losses. So that's no. a great way to end the show. Whoa, she, so, she's a beast. You know what? She's I got my phone out. Like I'm finna follow Stephanie. You know what? <laughs> that is so, awesome. Yes, Two losses from my New York Giants and yes. one from Nick Foles, who I went to college with. So I feel like a special connection to those those yes. L's. Yes. So we threw them in there, you know? We got Biggie Smalls and Brady's losses. You know, your University of Arizona and the Giants, I got it all in one pot right there. Oh, so that's my handle. That's the story behind it. Um, but this is a I have gained so respect for Stephanie Smalls. <laughs> oh, my now. gosh. She's a beast, bro. I love it. I oh, love man. it. That's oh, awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Like, definitely hit me in the heart, hard. <laughs> boy, that's, that's a gut shot, boy. That, but that's that's beautiful. Don't, watch out if you guys start getting on that that you know the record there where you look like you're going to go undefeated. You better hope to God the Giants aren't up behind you. Yeah, here comes you Stephanie. Problem, dude. Like, you got a problem. So hold on, Stephanie. Will you change your name? To four L's if Ray loses in the Super Bowl again? I guess I'll have 
to. Yeah, You're right. I'm gonna have to oh, delete man. something. Put on. We can't let that happen. <laughs> we can't let that happen. We can't let that happen. Guys, I'm calling. I'm letters. calling Berkeley Prep and right. Tom tomorrow morning. There's no way. <laughs> got to get the practice. No. <laughs> let me get a temple. Let me get a temple nine. We got to start practicing. Tom, did you see this? <laughs> well, that's beautiful. Listen, like I said, thank you so much for jumping on here. Thank you for taking the time. I know you're very busy. Yes. If you need anything from us, you let me know, and you're more than welcome to always come back. You guys are the best. I'm excited to come back on. We're going to go ahead and, and, and wrap it up, but I, just so the people know, we got a whole bunch of guests coming on board. You're going to be, you're going to be pretty impressed here in the next couple of weeks of seeing who's going to be coming here on, on the clock radio. And it's going to be, it's going to be really good. Also, you're going to be happy to know that we are part of Dr. Squatch, uh, uh, partnered up with them, sponsors with them. We're going to have a promo code that we're going to put on the website and the link that you can click and that you can go to and get discounts on, on Dr. Squatch soap. And if you haven't used it, you, you, you're you going to love it, man. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's, it's so a good soap. So that's the key. You've been using the soap. Ah, that's the You've soap. been using it, the soap. Exfoliated my mind, bro. It exfoliated your temples. That's what it do. My, and I'm receiving look, all of it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of you. I, I see I need some of that soap. So I tell you what, man. I'll tell you where to go get it, Reggie. I'll show you where. I'll send you the link, and I'll put it up there for all the fans to go get it too, yeah, man. man. Put it up there. I need uh, to give you some of that soap. I got you, man. So the next time we come up here, man, we'll be we'll be. Trust me, I tell you, it's going to be a lot of things going on for On the Clock Radio. So all the fans, if you want to know, catch us at On the Clock Radio. You can send me an email at ontheclock20 at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at On the Clock Radio. We also have a Facebook group, OTC Sports, if you want to join the talk and you want to debate with us uh, and get an answer within you know, the next five, ten minutes, whatever the case is, come join us with the, on the show uh, or join us on Facebook and we'll, we'll battle out. And if you really have the guts to come uh, debate me and Tyrone, come and do that. <laughs> You're going to have a great time. Until then, it's me, Raul Lascano, and the boys from the Bay, Reggie Edwards and Tyrone Benson. I love you guys. We'll talk to you guys soon, man. All right, y'all. Peace. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. You sound so formal.